Hi everybody, it's Thursday night. We're excited to be here. I just got home from work and um, my husband and I have just some sweet things to share tonight. I've been on this new medicine, talking about improv, you know, this is probably not what I expect to talk about. But um, I started on new medication because I had a little bit of an infection and the medicine is making me so nauseous. Can anybody relate? Sorry, hon, if I'm improving. Sit down. Um, anyway, so I may not be able to stay through the whole time, but I wanted to say hi and start. And uh, and if my stomach or if I feel like I need to lay down, I'll just improv. Or maybe I'll, I don't know. Cuddle. Anyway, I'm so glad that I hope everybody else is having a good week. Hopefully I don't have COVID. <laughs> that would be terrible. Um, I wanted to talk about the improv life and uh, part three and so you know what is improv living in a changing world and before that I do that I'm going to improv again because I'm going to turn on the light <laughs> you know it feels really good you know when you don't feel good isn't it kind of fun to cuddle with somebody you love so it's kind okay. of comforting me so I, I really am just going to cuddle with them I hope that's okay with you guys okay and so um, as we know you know 2020 has been like crazy crazy a lot of improvisation, you know, a lot of change. What are we going to do? How That's are we going to work this out? What's going to yeah, happen in the true. future, near future? Yeah. Uh, next year, what's what's going to happen? What's happening with school? Our kids, some of our kids are going to school. Some of them are not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're just changing. Everything is changing. I don't know how parents are handling their kids Crazy. being on computer and their home and working. Um, yeah. Talk about how to juggle things that parents that have jobs, some of their jobs they work from home, but they still need to be on the phone and on their computer and then their kids are home. Mm -hmm. um, there's really a lot to juggle and also just, you know, places aren't open. You're not getting the things that you normally get done. and it's, It is. It's hard. Now when you go to the doctors, they don't really want to see you. You have to tell them everything over the phone. Mm -hmm. There are so many areas, I guess, in our life that we're having to improv and adjust to. Yeah. So the question is, you know, what's it going to look like? What's the new normal? Is there going to, are we going to go back? And I, I doubt that. I, I think that from this point forward, we'll probably we'll have some changes, huh? you know, because yeah. mm -hmm. the world has changed. A lot of mm -hmm. the world has changed. And so we're going to have to make adjustments. And Jesus talked about that. You know, he talked about putting new wine into new wineskins. You know, mm -hmm. it's like the wineskin has to be flexible, has to be able to uh, absorb and take in this new wine because as a new wine ferments, it creates, mm -hmm. it creates vapor or gas. And if it's an old wineskin, it'll burst. Mm. So a new wineskin can, can grow with it. Mm -hmm. And so we have to learn how to do that. We have to be like new wineskins in a sense, you know, mm -hmm. here in 2020. So that we can adjust and go with the flow with what's happening all around us. And, and Jesus, you know, he, he did that. He, he challenged the disciples and he challenged the world uh, to look at things differently. And, and just his mm -hmm. own example of being so flexible to what mm -hmm. was in front of him, being present to what was happening. Um, I think is a key thing for us to learn to do. And so, um, and so the, the disciples, they learned how to improvise by watching him. They mm -hmm. saw how he was so present with what was going on in front of him and then he was ready to give an answer at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so, and so that's, that's what he has done with us. You know, he's asking us to, to adjust to what's there. Mm -hmm. And so the first century church, you know, they, when the, the kingdom of God was expanding, when the gospel was going out into different cities and different lands and different people groups um, all of a sudden they were recognizing that the Holy Spirit was moving the same 
among the Jews and the Gentiles, mm -hmm. the Samaritans, everyone. And so they realized, wait a minute, who are we to say that God can't move this way or move that way? And so they were opening up their paradigm, their thinking, and mm -hmm. realizing, wait a minute, God is the one that's doing this. He's in charge of how it's going to work out. And so they learned how to change and adjust. And with that in mind, I wanted to kind of look at uh, some, use some jazz terms uh, uh, to understand. No! Yeah. You're still on the jazz terms. I <laughs> love it. And, and so I talked a little bit about syncopation. It was basically uh, involving a variety of rhythms. It's a general term for a disturbance or an interruption. And, and so you syncopate, you adjust, you know. So there's, there's something that's missing or something that's changed. And so there's a, a process of, of a musician being able to adjust to mm -hmm. a change of rhythm or a change of a beat or a sound or whatever. And, and so that's kind of like what we're doing. Uh, Jesus was a master at that. You know, mm -hmm. he would be walking down and he was going to go heal this uh, this this man's daughter, and all of a sudden this woman comes up to him and she touches his robe, and she gets healed because she believed that the scripture said that. that the that the Messiah was going to bring healing in his wings, and so she knew that, and mm -hmm. so she touches him, and boom! All of a sudden there's this dynamic, new dynamic. He wasn't it wasn't expected, but it happened, and there he was. He responds to it. And so we see how Jesus was always involved with with the uh, with the people around him. He was present, and so which leads to today's um, message, uh, part three. Um, I wanted to mention three names. Wait, there was that call and respond too. Right. She called. She reached out to him. Yeah. And then he responded by giving her the healing. That's, That's right. Awesome. And there was an interaction going on. There was yeah. communication going That's on good. between the two, you know, because he wanted to find out what happened. Who touched me? And they're like, mm -hmm. a lot of people touched you. Good. And then he says, yeah, but I felt power leaving That's me. True. And so there was something that was happening there. So he connected with her, you know, and said, your faith has healed you. And so and that's important for us, you know, to, to make that connection, to call and respond, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so anyway, again, go, going back to uh, part three, um, there are three musicians that I was reading about, um, composers actually, uh, back in the early 1920s and 30s. Uh, jazz at that time was uh, kind of considered like ragtime and it, had a, uh, it wasn't really considered a genre, a, a musical genre. It was just like, oh, this is different, but it's just not music yet. You know, they, they weren't understanding what it was. Well, these three people, Duke Ellington, Paul Whitman, and Fletcher Henderson, um, they created this thing called symphonic jazz. And what that basically is, is they were composers, so they were able mm -hmm. to use symphony and the, the skills and, the, and the, uh, how the notes work and everything with symphonies. Uh, so they stayed within the paradigm of music and how music theory works. And yet at the same time, they created opportunities for these musicians to be able to, to improv, to be able to go into these places where they could improv, you know, imp imp improvise. And all of a sudden, it created this whole new sound, a whole new beat, and they were all skilled musicians. So, so they had a blend of a symphony and jazz. And, and so that kind of brought then jazz up to the level of, oh, wait a minute, this is, this is good, you know, and this is different, but it's good. And so uh, swing music came from that, the big band jazz, you know, that was a big thing back in the 20s and 30s. And so they created a new genre of music, you know, and so which reminded me of a word, this word symphony. Uh, in the Greek, uh, the word is symphonel, which means to be harmonious, um, to accord, to be in one accord. Or to stipulate in accordance or to sound together. Boy, we so need that now. We do. Don't you feel like everybody's so opinionated and everybody wants to talk about 
you know, mask, no mask, Democrat, Republican. Um, do you really believe COVID? So, I mean, have you just, oh, just so many things that instead of us trying to bring symphony with our circumstance and symphony with what's going on, not only in the world, but in our communities, um, we have to have unity. Instead, the music's getting ugly. Yeah. There's a lot more hatred. There's a lot more division. There's a lot more indifference and intolerance. That's right. So it's just not making good music overall. It doesn't sound like music at all. It just mm -hmm. sounds like a bunch of noise. And um, and so, you know, Jesus, um, he was trying to, you know, he was trying to bring an understanding of how important it is that people would be together and work together. And he says in Matthew 18, he says, truly, I tell you, whatever you forbid and declared to be improper and unlawful must be what is already forbidden in heaven. Permit and declare proper and lawful on earth must be what is already permitted in heaven. Mm -hmm. Again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, which is to harmonize together, to make a symphony mm -hmm. together about whatever, mm -hmm. which is anything and everything, they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. And so what he was saying is like, when you agree with heaven, with what heaven's desire is, what happened in heaven, when you agree with that on earth, when two people are agreeing on earth mm. for what has already happened in heaven, and you're asking the same for, for the earth, God moves. What you've mm. done is that you've called upon his work and his, his mm. power to move on this earth. Reminds me of the, the Lord's Prayer. He says, your kingdom come, right? Your heavenly mm -hmm. kingdom come. He's speaking to his Father. Your will be done as it is in heaven. And so a beautiful prayer, powerful prayer. Mm -hmm. That's what we're asking. We're saying, God, mm -hmm. we want the earth to reflect what it looks like in heaven. Mm -hmm. Change this, you know, mm -hmm. change this animosity, change this division, change what's happening through this earth. Bring us to a place of peace because in heaven... There is no division. There is unity. Not uniform, same thing, but there's unity because they're all together as one. Mm -hmm. And so we're entering into this new normal. And it's imperative, it's important that we learn to be flexible with what lies ahead while keeping the foundational mm -hmm. values mm -hmm. of what we hold on to. It's important to hold on to those things. We don't throw them out the door. We hold on to them, but within that, we remain flexible. We keep ourselves open to what's happening around us. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I came up with a new word. I call it simprovise, which is a blending of symphony and improvisation. So simprovise. Wow, you're even improvising the even English new words. language. Even new words. a new language. I, I like it. I, I like simprovise. It. And it's a blend of established life rhythms uh, coupled with improv. So you have established life rhythms. There are things that you did before back in 2019. Maybe you did them every day or every week or every month. Yeah. And all of a sudden, 2020 comes and like, whoa, whoa, what happened? Everything changed, right? Mm. So now we have to learn how to improvise. We have to learn how to keep those things that made that made our music work for us before, and yet be able to improvise in the middle, creating like symphonic jazz, right? And so, um, so Jesus did that. Um, and, and one of the interesting things that he did was he challenged the people to think differently. Like he says in Matthew five, as you know, long ago God instructed Moses to tell his people. That's symphony. Do not murder. Those who murder will be judged and punished. Okay? That was established. But here is the even harder truth. 
anyone who's angry with his brother will be judged for his anger. Mm. So he was saying, look. Took it to a whole new way. Yes, he did. He was, he was adding path. to another, another level. Why? Because he knew that we were capable of that through his spirit, mm-hmm. through what he could do through us. Another place he says in Matthew 5, 43, he says, You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Right? It says that. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. And so what he was doing is he was challenging them to a different place. Mm -hmm. And this word simplification leads to unity, which means to stay together no matter what. And so when you are collectively understanding that you are part of Christ's body, uh, collectively and individually, you are members of it, right? Mm -hmm. So all of us together are part of the body. That's the symphony, Mm -hmm. okay? The, the each individual member that would that would be the improvisational maybe the fingers moving differently from the rest of the body mm. but it's still a part of the body right and it's okay so each part is distinct and has its own place and function and so that's what it says in the amplified and so so the question is how do we get there how do we how do we get away from what's happening here in this country with all the how division how do we come together instead of separating how do we come together how and do we play music how abs- do we how do absolutely. we the Lord has plans. He has mm-hmm. His will, His kingdom, and His come would come His will on earth. And it's as His people are in one accord, as That's we right. unify with His purposes. Absolutely. Where we learn to love and have mercy for each other, forgive. Right. I mean, it, I, it's like I'm starting to see it. Yeah. But um, you know, th- this wasn't God's intent that we would behave like this towards each other. Mm-hmm. You know, um, He has created us in His, in his image. And, and he has desires that we would become one, as he is one with the Father. Mm-hmm. And so, so we need to learn, well, how do we get there? And so we're going to see that as we look at some scriptures in, in Acts chapter 1, when Jesus had first ascended into heaven, he told them to wait, right, until they've been empowered from on high. And in verse 13 of chapter 1 of Acts, it says, Arriving there, they went into a large second room floor, mm-hmm. second floor room, to pray. So they went to pray. And those present were Peter, John, Jacob, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, Jacob, Simon, Judas, a number of women, including Mary, Jesus' mother. His brothers were all there as well. All of them were united in prayer. Yeah, that is a way we can all stay united. That's how we can. How can you, how can you speak pray. division in a prayer? That's right. Yeah. If we come together, then we're no longer focused on each other. Yeah, we're, we're focused, focused on, on you, one, on, on him. The Lord, yes. So they were gripped so with way. one passion interceding night and day nice. and so they did that for the next 10 days right and another scripture is that we need to learn together paul says something really beautiful in colossians three sixteen. he said let the word of christ mm. live in you richly flooding you with all wisdom apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another mm. with the psalms and with festive praises mm. and with prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the spirit so sing to god with all your hearts so here we see two things happening. Yeah, learn together and praise together, huh? Exactly. They're learning mm. together and praising together. Again, that's a simprovisation. Mm, the the, simprov- the symphony is the, the scriptures that lay down the foundation 
of our life and where we're going and how we're going to get there. And yet the praise was spontaneous, it says, spontaneously by the Spirit. Where all of a sudden this, this song arises in your heart. It just comes out of nowhere sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we just want to sing this praise song to God. And all of a sudden you unite people. People start to come together and they start to focus on one. They focus on Him. Mm. Whether it's prayer, looking at the scriptures, or praising Him. That's good. We focus on one. And then the third thing that I, that I was looking at, there are many, but a third thing I thought was really important was to love each other or love others together. Mm. In Hebrews 10.24 it says, Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them toward acts of compassion, mm. doing beautiful works as expressions of love. Mm. And so, so it's like, we're to encourage one another to do good mm. things, to do beautiful works yeah. as expressions of love, to do loving things for mm -hmm. each other, right? We start doing that. This whole madness with all this division and all this that's going on, it's, gonna, it's going to lessen, it's going to fade yeah. because we're going to recognize, yeah, we're going to recognize that, yeah, we are different and we may have different opinions and that's okay. But the key is that we still stay together, that we're un in unity. And so, which Do you remember leads... that song that we used to sing? We had it at our wedding. It used to be your favorite. Let our voices rise like incense. Let them be as sweet perfume. Let our praises fill the temple. Hallelujahs ringing ever new. Good. Yeah, and then we did that round. Yeah, yeah. It just there's nothing like singing and praising together. It and it it just brings hearts together, mm -hmm. you know. And what that does is like you know what we were singing right now. Um, if if um, if there were other people that were going to sing together, then what happens is you get to sometimes you start to sing differently at different pitches and different yeah. Well, things. we can do a round. We'll do that at and the you, end. You and stay you tuned. Harmonize. We'll do the round at the end. <laughs> And you do harmonization. Mm -hmm. We love harmonization. Um, which is a, a pleasing... I, I did a study on this uh, on Miriam Webster, and it says it's a pleasing arrangement of parts, mm -hmm. an agreement, an accord, mm -hmm. internal calm and tranquility. I thought that was really cool. And an interweaving of different accounts into a single narrative. Mm. And so when harmony is done well, two or more vocal parts come together in an arrangement so that's feeling, depth, texture, even a sense of tranquility to a song. Mm -hmm. It brings people together, and yet they're every, every single person is doing yeah, their own thing. But it just nice. sounds so beautiful when you yeah. have a, a three part or a four part or a thousand part harmony. Thousand part. That's only going to be in heaven. I That's going to be in heaven. Absolutely. So when we as people, as a people, learn to live in harmony, a depth and a texture and a sense of tranquility will come to us, mm -hmm. and that will change our surroundings. Yes, if all of a sudden atmosphere. we were living in a harmonious state. Mm -hmm. It's going to change the room that we walk into. When people are united, mm. the room will be different. Yes. And so um, Peter, First Peter in chapter 3, verse 8 says, Now this is the goal, to live in harmony with one another and demonstrate affectionate love, sympathy, and kindness toward other believers. Let humility describe who you are as mm. you dearly love one another. That's good. Right? So he's saying some pretty powerful things here. Live in harmony with one another and demonstrate affectionate love and then have sympathy and mm -hmm. kindness towards other believers mm -hmm. and then let humility describe who you are. That's really clear, hon. Isn't that That's so real cool? basic, yeah. Yeah, and so then I want to close with remember, symphony, improvisation, and harmony 
only comes from diversity. Remember, a symphony, you cannot and play a symphony it. unless you have different musicians playing, right? You cannot have um, mm, improvisation unless there's different dynamics going on. And you cannot have harmony unless you have different people singing or different people playing at different places, right? And different pitches, mm. right? So there must be diversity. And diversity is mm. a beautiful thing. We call it division sometimes, but it's just diversity. Mm. And so we need to quit listening to the liar who calls everything division. And we need to recognize that there's a thing called diversity that's a beautiful thing because um, God created us diverse to be a awesome. different people. Awesome. So let us celebrate diversity and make a sweet harmony that will be heard throughout heaven Hallelujah. and earth. Yeah. That is the, what the world is looking for yeah, and absolutely. waiting for. Absolutely. We need to come together. Preach so it, brother. Let's do that. Preach it. I Amen? love it. Okay, we got to finish that song. So you're going to do the round on it. You ready? You can start on let okay. our voices rise like incense, let them be as sweet perfume, let our praises fill the temple, hallelujahs ringing ever new. Keep it coming, ready? Let our voices rise like incense, let them be sweet perfume let our praises fill the temple hallelujah bringing ever new together holy holy is the lord almighty holy holy is the Lord thy God. You know what? He would have right. never God done bless this. You. If I told him we were going to sing, he would have never allowed it. This <laughs> was fresh no improv right there. <laughs> Honey, you kept your note. You were I great. I did. Okay, thanks.